Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 51 of the Bears Corner. 51, 51 league titles, our, 51, our 51st league title was Helicopter Sunday, if everybody remembers that, when Scott McDonald scored two at Fur Park in the last couple of minutes, and we snatched victory from the jaws of defeat, and won the title. What a day, fantastic day. Um, I was trying to gauge a wee bit of time here to come on, but it doesn't look as well to make it by the time I get everybody else on. So, joining me on the podcast this evening, we have Mr. Um, Paul Seas, we have Derek Clark, and we have Eat Me's Dinner, Snagsy. <laughs> <laughs> how are we doing, gentlemen? Snagsy, I'll leave you the new right. How, how, how are we doing, Paul? <laughs> I'm doing fine, and I'm going, to, I'm going to use the joke I used before we came on air. They're a pair of masticators. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> Steady. Listen closely. Listen close to what I say. It's not what you think. It's not what you think. I'm good. I'm good, and it's great to be here with all you wonderful, fine gentlemen. Thank you very much for having me again. Yes, mate. Yes, Derek. Obviously, the, the Holland are on it. Or the Netherlands are on it at the same time as us, mate. You've got yep. your shirt on. It's a belt or a shirt. 
supporting the, the boys tonight. night. Um, it's a good game, but uh, I'm missing it to be on here, Scott, because I wouldn't miss, miss this for the world, as they would say. Correct. Well, I've got it here in the corner, so I will update us if there's anybody um, who needs to come on and to just um, free snags here. I'm still for a wee bit. There's G-Bone as well. <laughs> right, yes. G-Bone down, mate. Oh, guys. Sorry, I'm late. No, you're all right, mate. You're all right. I like when there's five on, right? Because it shows the layout perfectly with the crest in the middle there with the champions bit at the top. You know, it's just perfect. Snags, how are we doing, my friend? What was the dinner? Good mate, uh, tonight it is a creamy mushroom pasta with uh, onions and chilli mate and a bit of garlic bread on the side. I've finished that so I'll be going on mute to burp shortly. Oh nice, <laughs> nice. Jodie's tuning in tonight, hello yes. Jodie. Hello. How are we doing? Legend. Um, I hope she's got that car insurance thing sorted out. Um, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> Fridge, how are we doing mate? Um, I'm getting new getting tell to fix those... Oh aye, my cares are fellow. Fuck's sake. I've actually got a pop figure up there as well, which I got for my birthday, believe it or not, off, off my, one of my best mates, and it's a Triple H one, and I'm so excited about it. I know that's me going back to wrestling again, but I'm actually... It's a cracker. I've been looking at other ones that I can get now to go with it. Sad bastard that I am, but aye. You should speak I mean. to Simi, he's got hundreds of them. Has he? Aye, he's got a big wall of them. Hunters of them. Hunters. I've only got one, Simi. <laughs> if you're watching me aspirations <laughs> aspirations <laughs> um, right see this evening's um, here to see the Rangers now if Callum's watching remember there will be no footage of this it will just be audio right because it's here to see the Rangers yeah fucking clown so it's dead shot it's only about 15 seconds long because I thought let's make it really hard this week right so thinks about the shot Okay. Thinks about the shot. Unbelievable. Fifteen seconds on the field, and that's what you call making a quick impact. So it's somebody who was on the field for only fifteen seconds and smashed the ball into the back of the net for us. So we have the show to get that, and if MD obviously in the in the chat. Um, could see, could see us, uh, can can hang in at then. Have a wee guess and see. Right, what are we talking about this week? Fixture list. Fixture list has came out. The quest for fifty six is almost upon us. <laughs> um, and I have no doubt that we will get there if we want it. Um, we start with Livingston at home. Flag day. If we have looked at some of the media outlets today and journalists falling over themselves at um, those wearing kilts heading down south and praising the sing-song and the dancing and, and, and all that that they've done, then surely God on Flag Day we should be able to have some form of gathering in some place. A fan zone if you like, there you go, fan zone if you like, to watch our club raise the 55th league flag. The way we were reported just what two three weeks ago is nothing short of disgusting really um, by these same people who are new for themselves to and by the way I've got nothing against them going down there to enjoy themselves good on yous right good on yous 
go and have a laugh, go and have a carry on. If the result's great, great. If it's no, well, I'm sure they'll still drink themselves into oblivion anyway. <laughs> but it's the fucking double standards that has been shown and reported that really gets in my nerves. Policies. That was it. I didn't want to start on a rant, but I have. Um, um, <laughs> the fixtures, mate. Your reaction to that and and that magic supercomputer that does random things. Yeah, I think it's a it's a decent one for us. You know, um, say flag day at Ibrox against Livy. Um, and uh, under the current regulations, as you see, I fully expect at least a six thousand fan zone, and uh, and also there's twelve thousand and should be in the stadium because that's kind of what's been allowed now, isn't it? Precedence has been set. You can't fucking turn back the clock now. But they will, they'll find some ways to do it. You know, oh, yeah, but you, we, have, we have a different flag, therefore COVID is more attractive to you. So that's what that will be. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think the supercomputers come out with an absolute belt of again. I mean, I, I thought uh, I thought the first old-firm match would be at the end of October, as it always has been. That's uh, Sorry, as the uh, precedence was set last year, but it's, just sort of, it's gone from 11th back to 4th again. You know, I don't know why that is. I mean, it's almost like the, somebody's... Little hand isn't playing a part in it anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. Although he's apparently still going to be there for six months, you know, overseeing things, smooth transition, etc. That's what I'm hearing. But uh, yeah, I think the, the fixtures are yeah, well about. I've not had a chance to produce them properly. Uh, I'm hoping that we do get some fans back in the stadium um, for people to enjoy themselves because it's been too long. Jeep, it always seems to this supercomputer random thing always seems to give us. A hell of a hard December, January time. We always seem to end up going to Easter Road, Pitodre, <laughs> Celtic Park this season, obviously, with the old firm games away they fall. It always seems to gaze that. Yeah. Uh, December's always been a, a hectic month in the 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 uh, fixture calendar year. But um it's just it's just funny that they say it as random, yet they, they manage I mean what was it last year we had the old firm game just after New Year? Whereas previous years it was just before New Year, but the 29th of December kind of rings a bell. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's funny that it still manages to kind of hit in that time. I just found it really funny last year. I mean, if Rangers were promoted back in the Premier League, we've always played Celtic right at the beginning of September. But last season it was the 11th game, the last possible weekend that we could have played them. And it's quite obvious why that was. It was because they wanted to delay it as much to benefit Celtic having fans in. Still pumped them. So, nah, you missed all. I mean, it just, it just didn't matter. You know, the fans, the fans could have been there. We still would have fucking pumped them. Love it, love it. Uh, Snagsy, your reaction to the, the, the fixtures, mate? Obviously, it's a decent start with Livingston at home. I think that's not too bad for us. Um, and then we've got Dundee United away. Aye, I mean... <clears throat> As, as the saying goes, mate, we fear no foe. And, uh, you know, regardless of what the fixtures were, I would have been happy anyway, because fucking bring it on. But uh, just to touch on what, what you were saying about the, and, and Paul, it's about the about the supercomputer, right? I think you've got, like, the one supercomputer that's, like, the wee Wayne that generates all the fixtures, right? And then you've got the super maw who comes in. And you know when, like, you fucking organise a party or a wedding or something, and you invite all your guests... And then your ma's like, oh, you can't, you can't invite them, but but you you've got to invite Auntie So and So if you fucking you've not seen for fifty <laughs> years because you'll get really upset. That's what more computers are for. It's like, hey, you can't have Celtic there. You need to move it to the set. Sky Sports are fucking watching this. Sky Sports are watching it. They want that fixture. At, All right, okay, man. No worries. I'll just re- I'll just recalculate and move that about a wee bit. But no, mate, it's um, it's lovely. It is. It's nice to have something to look forward to. And I know it's not been too long since Rangers have last p- played, but you know we're all chomping at the bit. 
uh, particularly for the for the uh, the pre seasons and stuff. Get this fucking Euros push out of the way, and let's get back to business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Speaking of Euros push, Holland, I think I've just scored there. Um, Memphis to pie apparently. Right? Um, <laughs> Derek, we obviously done with Euro Euro review, which is out tomorrow at nine am, mate. So that's good. Euro on that. Callum's on that. Who else is on it? Patrick's on that. And Gio. 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 Yes, Gio's on that. Um, aye, the fixtures, mate. I know doing south. How did they date doing south? Did they have one of these super um, computer things that does random aye, generating things? It's the Premier League one's just out, I'm sure. Um, just recently out. We're just waiting for the, the Football League, the EFL one to come out. I think that comes out next week or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's what it is. You, you're going to play everybody. Uh, the same amount of times. I, I don't really bother too much. As long as you, it's good to get that home home game to kick off, of course, with the raising of the league flag, and you're not facing a trip to Aberdeen again. Um, so that's always nice for the supporters. And um, yeah, Livingston, you should. It's, it's a nice, it's a nice, uh, nice game to start the campaign. You'd expect that you'd start off with, with three points against against them. So uh, and just kick on from there. But it's, all these games usually get rearranged anyway don't they you've yeah. got hopefully it'll be Champions League football so you'd imagine that a lot of them would get rearranged and you've got TV and all that so um, I wouldn't, I'm not looking too much in here you really just look at the, the old firm games and, and who they're playing first and that's it and the thing is as well is we do play everybody once eh, well four times sorry if you're in the top six but <clears throat> the thing for us is the way we were in last year the, the, the relentless fashion in which we, were, we went through our season last season is it doesn't really matter where we play, when we play, who we play. Let's just fucking play them and win again, and keep winning and keep scoring goals and keep pumping teams because that's what we do best, isn't it? We are relentless. That's the thing, and I know you don't want to talk about the other team across the side, but their start to the season looks like it could be a tad difficult. Um, and um, new manager, they'll be bringing in a whole lot of new players and all that, so that can go one or two ways. Two. True, and they've got Tynecastle and Highbrooks in the first four games, so that's tricky. Yeah, by their standards. So, um, aye, zero great points. smashing. Get zero points. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't. He's, he's. We know he's only keeping the job warm for do Stevie Clark, don't we? But don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> um, right, Snagsy, we done Prada Podder this week, mate. We done two actually. We, we, did. Done, we did. I done you, and you done me. <laughs> It was fucking brilliant, wasn't it? It was, it was great fun. <laughs> Smashing, mate. It was good. It was good. Um, this one is the longest product pod we've done so far. Um, and it is a cracker. And we've not even told any of the guys in here <laughs> what uh, what's happened in it or what was said in it. There's been no spoilers. So let's get to it, mate. <laughs> Question one. What is your favourite Rangers song? For me, it's very, very simple. It's every Saturday we follow. I mean, you cannot beat that song uh, in, a, in a live stadium environment. I love this music, by the way, that I've got in my ears here. I know, it's quite good, isn't it? It's, it's professional. It's quite professional. It doesn't really work, but I like the idea. Yeah, so every Saturday we follow, good choice. Right. Question two. What was the first Rangers top you ever had? I've actually still got it. Hang on. I've got a wee story to tell you regards Rangers tops, but I'll start with this one. So, uh, this was my first one. This guy here. 
the, the original, it's still really good quality. Even the even the sponsor's still technically intact. Like, it's not been through the tumble dryer yet. Yeah. Um, still cast over it, made that. This was the next one, and it's still got like all the neck dirt. Look, like, you've got like 30 odd years of neck dirt in there. But um, it's one of the questions, my favourite one. Aye. When is that? What was your first time? Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, is it in there? No, it's not actually. It's favourite away day. It's no favourite shot. Alright, well, well, I'll do that now then. So right, my favourite okay. shot, thanks for asking Scott, my favourite <laughs> shot is uh, is this one. Oh, uh, I, love it. I love wearing this um, this shirt, I've procured this shirt especially and it's a, it's, it's a beautiful shirt. Uh, Adidas was probably one of our best manufacturers at the time, but I actually got my hands on one of these and it's actually a match-worn version. And I'm going to see if the if the pod viewers can guess who it is. And I'll give you a massive hint, right? And you might even know what match it is. In fact, we should get a wee prize away for this. If you can guess what match it is, it's pretty obvious. So it's this one. And it's got a big fucking rip in it. Right? Big giant rip. Some some wanker dared to face this thing of beauty, right? And the person that was wearing it was this number. Well, we've got to so, get we've got to get that number, surely. Obviously. So guess which match it is. You're, you're not getting this, by the way. That's not the prize. I'll, I'll, I'll find something shite to give you, like a tomato sauce for KFC or something. <laughs> Question three: What has been your favourite podcast to date? Now, this for me is really hard, Scott, uh, because there have been many, many, very, very good ones. But uh, any any podcast, and this is going to be like a bit of a, a shiter answer to be honest, because I'm not picking one specifically, but any podcast, oh, and caveat by the way, you're no a shite host because I'm no mentioning you here, right? But any podcast that I've done with Baz, and you'll notice, um, and Jeeb as well actually, me, me Baz and Jeeb have got this, this wee special bit of chemistry that we have where we do a lot of stuff when we're not being uh, talked to or doing the talking, where we interact with each other and stuff like that, but with Baz in particular, from back in the We Welcome to Chase podcast days, uh, we have this thing where I'll just, something will tickle me that he does and I'll uncontrollably start laughing. It sets him off and then it starts to set everybody else off and those moments are just magical because you end up cry laughing for no particular reason and it's a special moment for you and a what the fuck moment for everybody watching. Especially if I'm looking at the comments and don't know what's going on and they go, what the fuck are they all laughing at? I know, look at what, what, what have I missed? But, but you know, just, just like before we move on, Scott, I, I just want to say that um, being involved in the Battle Fever podcast is, is an absolute pleasure um, and, a, and, a, and an honour and, and I love being part of it so thank you very much for that opportunity and I hope the guys enjoy it as well Mate, it's a pleasure to have you on it, you know that um, Number four, question four What is your favourite away day? It obviously, might be slightly hard for you given where you are because I'd imagine home days are quite difficult to get to never mind fucking away days but what is your favourite away day? What are you trying to say? I have trouble following because <laughs> I live in a different place Fuck you, Scott. Fuck you. I'll have you know I've been to fucking Queen of the South and all them shitey venues. Uh, but you know, I was I was thinking about this earlier, and and no matter how you kind of um, you gloss it, there's no like a, a single away day in the Scottish Premier League that is a good one, really. Do you know what I mean? Unless obviously we win massively and, and we trash whichever place it is. Um, but I think probably Hamden, and the reason I say that is because um, obviously what happened in 2012. Um, and having gone to you know most of the of the League Cup, Scottish Cup, or Petrofac Cup, or whatever cup we were in at the time, and waiting for that special victory to come, that was a long wait, by the way. <laughs> um, but when it did come, it was probably the most magical away moment I've ever had in my entire life. It was I was literally turning round to folk and saying, "We've done it, lads! We've done it! 
you know, it was just one of them after watching, you know, fucking Umar Sadiq missing that absolute sitter and Martin Wycon running the ball out of play. I mean, what the, what kind of drugs were they on? I don't know, but uh, no, that that that's that's probably my favourite away day. Question five: If you could pick one European opponent to go abroad and watch us play against, who would it be? This is a hard one again um, because. I'm thinking of some of the opposition that we have had and wish that obviously I had been. Um, I can't mind which which German team it was, right? But Rangers were touring Germany. I think it was back in like, it must have been 2011, 12 or something like that. And I actually got on the train from um, Essen to, to this place. And Andrew Dixon was working for Rangers at the time. And I actually met him there. And it was like, we turned up at a six-a-side Astro turf place, right? And then you went out the back and there was a big football pitch and there was literally folk in their gardens like with bottles of beer. It was a really surreal experience. And then you've got Stephen Davis and, you know, Ali McCoyst and Ian Durant. And it's just like, I was just like, what the... I'd been transported to a fucking parallel universe. It was bizarre. But, um, no, sorry, back back to the question. I, I digress completely. That's going to be a bit of a fucking new alumnus. Um, I think... Um, Anywhere where there's sun, sea, and sand, you know what I mean? Where you can where, where you can incorporate it into a wee bit of a nice holiday, maybe like uh, I don't know Sicily or something like that. Some some obscure team from Sicily would do. Aye, that'd be good. And by the way, don't worry, take as long as you like pot seeds just away for a push. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Question six: What's your favourite loud rope moment? Policies away for a piss in your house or, or in, his, in his kitchen? Mind you, that would make sense if he's in your house. Doing the sink. <laughs> In his coffee machine. <laughs> right, my favourite loud rap moment is no actually a game moment, right? And but but all will become apparent because this particular loud rap moment uh, should be part of like a Rangers kind of uh, learning journey you go on as you're becoming a fan. And it's that Walter Smith interview. You know the one I mean? Yeah. That I mean that I giggle at that every <laughs> single. Time. It's just Walter Smith's face, and, he, and the way he goes, what the, what the fuck is he talking about? And I, honestly. <laughs> And if you've not seen it, Google that Walter Smith interview. Every Rangers fan should have seen it, but if you know, like, let your kids watch it. I mean, even though it's got swearing in it, it's one of these iconic <laughs> moments in uh, Brian Loudrop's career before he's even kicked a Rangers ball. Um, but, you know, the, that being said, I, I would I would compare, you know, Loudrop to, to players like Lionel Messi. There was nothing that that guy couldn't do with the ball, and we were very, very lucky to have him. So many, so many special moments that he created. Um, just by dribbling and scoring and his vision and every every single attribute that he had was just outstandingly world class. Walter was right again. Who, Who the fucking that? knew it? Who the knew it? <laughs> Question seven, did you, play, did you play football as a child? If so, what position and how bad were you? That was actually wee Mo, by the way. Wee Mo's devised all these, so she said, she's insinuating here that we're all bad at football, mate. I know you're no. She's a fucking riot, by the way. <laughs> Mo, I'm 40 years old and I've got a pair of fucking predator boots still. You know what I'm saying to you? Nay, nay laces, because I'm down with the kids now, but I've still got them. Uh, I always I always play up front, obviously, not as much now. I tend to I tend to have shifts up there now, do you know what I mean? When you're covering at the back, when you're trying to get your breath back, where the wind's running about. But certainly as a, as a kid, I always love to play... Um, up front or on or on the left hand side I like to cut in on my right foot because uh, that was my stronger foot at the time but I can use both now obviously being a seasoned professional that I am Scott yes of course of course uh, question 8 if you could be a current Rangers player who would you be and why I thought about this long and hard and I think if I was comparing myself to a Rangers player it would probably be somebody like Jermaine Defoe 
Um, I absolutely love his his character, and he emulates everything you think a footballer should be in terms of his performances on the pitch, his attitude in the in training, his knowledge, but also his his um, just this warmth around people. You know, he's somebody that, that that gives a lot. He does a lot for charity. You know, with with the blood the with the Bradley Lowry Foundation and stuff like that. And he's just an absolute gem of a man. And if I could be anybody in the Rangers squad, it would be him. Good answer. Question nine: Do you have any phobias, and if so, what? So I've got one, which is policies. Hey! <laughs> yes! No, 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 no! I'm joking. I'm joking. Po- policies is kitchen. If I see one more minute of that fucking place, I tell you. Um, no, I've got a phobia of uh, very deep water. Uh, well, in, in particular, water that you can't see the bottom of, and I think it comes from. Uh, when I nearly drowned in a swim a swimming pool in Spain under a Cornish bird that I was trying to romance when I was like ten, uh, and I and I couldn't get out for under her sunbed. I, like I said to her, I said, "Watch this, right?" And I was obviously going under there to try and push her over. She was bigger than me, <laughs> and it didn't work out. I couldn't get back out for under it. So I think that's where it comes from. And obviously I check, and if I can't see the bottom, I'm like, "Nah, you're all right. You carry on. <laughs> I shall walk this answer. part of the journey. I shall walk it." And tell what was the first Rangers game you ever went to? I can't mind the exact date, but Rangers were playing Dunfermline. I think it was the Scottish Cup. Um, and my dad, so without going into too much detail, my stepdad uh, was a Dunfermline man. And he was trying very, very hard to convert me into a Dunfermline man, which wasn't happening, obviously. <laughs> uh, so me and this other wee kid, I must have been about 15 at the time, or 14. Uh, were basically cheering every time Rangers scored and I think it was like 7-1 or something like that so uh, as you would expect from Rangers and uh, Andy Gorham like all the all the Dunfermline fans were shouting sumo sumo and he was just doing the fucking sumo dance I was like this is brilliant by the way absolutely brilliant so I mean that was it that's 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 quality as well man um, that is your product order finished mate how, how did you find that it's actually quite good oh it was brilliant and you know I I love the prep as well, you know, because obviously policies didn't do any prep, uh, which, which you know, sums him up as a professional and a human being, really, you know, it's his story of his life. Um, but no, if I'm, if I'm, <laughs> I, I enjoyed going through the questions and reliving those moments, you know, and um, finding wee things to obviously show people like the top and stuff like that. I love little snippets like that. I love being able to do that. Um, and it's, and it's been, you know, it's fantastic. And, and thanks to Mo as well for putting those questions together. Well, listen, just don't say any Jeep, right? And I'm not watch this anyway, but it's just because Jeep didn't get any prep. <laughs> I just hit him with it, so don't say that to Jeep, right? But you'll not see this anyway, don't worry about it. Right, mate, thanks very much for that. <laughs> You're welcome. By the way, France have um, won the Euros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Wee. That. That was brilliant, that one. I enjoyed it, mate. There's so many good stories and even memories. You, you know what I mean? You, although it's no mind, me triggering their memories as well. It was good. So thanks for that, mate. That was excellent. Yeah, thanks, thanks for the name drops as well. I really appreciate that. <laughs> no worries, that's easy. Keep away from me, you bastard. By the way, I actually <laughs> caught half a bit at the start because we kind of turned the mic out at the start when it was... I says, oh, it's nice to see you know in your kitchen snacks. <laughs> oh, it was good, man. I enjoyed it. See, see, if I, see if I'd have made that Euros when you recorded yesterday, I would have been in my kitchen. <laughs> By the way, speaking of um, the Euros, I don't know how MD's doing in the Fantasy League, but I, I'm bombing it, lads. 
<laughs> I'm away doing it 90 or something, there's only about 100 teams in it. So, <laughs> I'm not doing very well, do you know what I mean? I don't even know where Snagsy's team are or where Jeeb's team are. Or I'm 89th now and I've went up a position, so that tells you how poor that is. Do you know what I mean? I'm, so, I'm below you, Scott. I mean, that's not very good, I don't know what's shite at this. Yeah. If there's anybody here that is below me on that, right, because I've, I've put, I knew, I've put Barisic, Hollander and Patterson is three in my back four because I'm just like I'm just I'm just blue. Right? They're there, so I'm gonna pick them, right? And none of them have even made a fucking appearance. So if anybody is below me, you need to have some serious. Snags is eighth. I am eighth. Sorry about that. No, mate, you're flying the flag now for the pod. We're all getting behind you now. All right. Whatever. <laughs> I've got Lukaku in my team, he's doing alright. I think he's that's the only one that's got me a point. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get Kevin De Bruyne in. Oh, in fact, I've got him in all. So. Oh, he scored and got an assist tonight. Oh, did he? I've been working all day, guys. I, 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 I had him, him. I had him in my team, but because he was injured for the first game, I took him out and forgot to put him back in. So I prod a podder. I like doing that. We obviously recorded my one as well, Snags, and we'll play that in our future. Well, I know that Baz is home and Baz is away out for dinner tonight with his good lady, hence why he's not um, on the podcast tonight. But we need to get Snaggsy's done, we need to get Derek's done, Jody's Callum. Have I missed him, do you? No, I think that's it. Um, but that was, I enjoyed doing it, and the fact that it's all the same questions, whatever, it's, it's a good laugh. Um, and I hope everybody that watches enjoys us as well. Zero prep. Uh, Zero. I assumed it was completely different questions to the ones you got, so I didn't even. So I, I, I stuff set up for different questions. <sighs> Snags excuses, mate, and it? it's just fucking excuses, mate. And I mean, let's call it for what it is, Scott. Absolute fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you and I were hung out to dry, brother. No, <laughs> no. Jeep was hung out to dry because Thank Jeep, you. Jeep. We'd never done it before, and I tell him, no, it's just getting hit at you. But I didn't think that, Paul, you could technically have went back and watched that pod back. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, I said, I assumed it would be different questions. And was made the point, you've got to log into the po- in, in this feature here, so all the questions are doing the right on site. Yeah, I'm not going to ruin that sort of thing, am I? <laughs> Much more fun than we had on it. Look, 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 surprised. I know, I know. That's true, aye. That's true. Uh, I don't know if anybody's seen this today, but obviously Rangers were due to go to Portugal for their pre-season training camp. I, I'm not exactly sure of the date that we're back. Obviously, there's a few players at the Euros and they won't take part. Obviously, they'll need to have a break after the Euros. But um, we're supposed to go to Portugal, but with the COVID thing and Portugal going back on the amber list, etc., new... They can't go there um, quarantine reasons and all that, obviously. So they are trying to um, get up to St Andrews um, at the university to use their uh, facilities. And Dundee United are having a shit fit about it. (laughs) Because they don't want us training next to them, right? For security reasons, because fans can get in. So they don't want any of their own fans, obviously, because I'm no sad enough to travel to St Andrews to go and attack a Dundee United player, right? I've got no interest. I couldn't tell you one if they walked by him in the street, right? So I'm not really interested in it. But apparently the the, the, the security reasons is, is an issue, and also because we play them in the second game of the season at Tannadice, they don't want us seeing what they're working on. <laughs> 
That's genuine. I mean, I don't mean disrespectful or anything, but mm, yeah, nah. This yeah. is genuine. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 no, I, I, I've just checked the date at the bottom of the computer screen here. It does say the 17th of 6th, 2020, not 1.04. <laughs> I, I know what they're working on, Scott, by the way. What? <clears throat> and I'm really sorry, obviously, there's going to be a lot of uh, legal activity when I reveal this, but basically they're building um, a vehicle for the land speed record, but it's it's constructed entirely out of Happy Meal boxes, and it's currently <laughs> under wraps, so obviously they don't want you to see that. It's quite an exclusive there. Uh, sorry for that big reveal. <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing Der- at. <laughs> Derek, have you ever heard of this happening down south where clubs are taking umbrage to the fact that people are training close to them? No, I have not. It's a, it's a first I've heard, Scott. I think it's COVID sort of. We're in strange land at the moment with this, aren't we? Um, it's just a bit bonkers. Uh, I don't really know what this what the script has with Dundee United there. It's, it's, it's a strange one. In terms of pre-season itself, they've not confirmed any games yet, have they? I mean, I don't think that we... Like you said, that they've, they've cancelled that Portugal training camp. I can't even see them leaving the shores. So uh, it'll be interesting to see who they play. I know that, that Liverpool was muted. I don't think there's, there's any truth in that right enough, but... Arsenal uh, was the only one into Ibrooks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Arsenal. I think they're playing somebody else. They're playing Hibs or something as well, Arsenal. Something I think like so. That. Aye. So, well, that, that, that's one. But, um, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a strange one, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what to say about it. It's just bizarre. I, mean? just, I, mean, I, I couldn't believe I was reading it. The, the headline was something like, Dundee United trying to kick Rangers out of St Andrews. And I'm like going... <laughs> When the fuck did we go to St Andrews? Hold on a minute here. Have I missed something? And then I read it and I went, That's, what? It's, <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just nuts. I guess every team is going to be staying at home pretty much, especially every Scottish side. So I think yeah, training complexes will be at a premium. Um, they might just end up just staying at, at Hawk and Howie, you might find. But um, yeah, it's just where you can find a park, I guess. I was going to say, why, why, why go elsewhere when you get an elite, elite training facility, you know, yeah. close to other players? That means that you're not t- taking the risk of going somewhere across the country and potentially catching something in a, a hotel yeah. complex or a strange... I'd go, I'd go to Dubai just for a pure laugh. <laughs> <laughs> we always fucking de shape when we come back to the shits and giggles. <laughs> like See, there's, there's countries in the green list. You can go to Australia or something, can you know? Well, oh, there for a week Hey, good in south. What I mean? Aye, good in south. We can Aye. all follow them and have a party, and nobody can fucking see it. Exactly. Aye. Come and stay oh. at mine. Fuck it. There you go, Stevie oh, T. If you're you listening, go. mate, you've got an invite to Snags. He's just getting down there. He'll good see job. you all right. Beautiful good garden. Job. You'll be able to train any bother as long as you just don't wear the studs. Am I right, Snagsy? <laughs> fuck it, mate. Stevie J can do what he likes. Don't give a fuck. That grass will come back. Just don't just 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 over so snags that you'll be fine. <laughs> By the way, I, I really agree with Billy here. We probably could use Hamden soon. <laughs> <Do we feel? laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> probably could use that. <laughs> uh, I, I just I just didn't understand it when I when I read that and I thought that's no right. That's fucking weird that about Dundee yeah. United. But they're having a hissy fit for security reasons, also because as I say they want to they want to just um they want. They don't want us to see what their big master plan is to beat us in the second day of the season. They'll be interested to see the next season. Fucking. We've got that young boy in charge of the minute. So it'll be interesting to see what Tam Ports or something his name is. 
Aye. Oh, aye. Yeah. Aye. Jody's yeah. asked if we can bump Dundee United's Happy Meal Motor and drive to Snacks. Fucking right, we can. And I tell you what, I know the exact location of said motor, so let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's we'll do dress it. up as Ronald McDonald as well. Fuck it. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Absolutely right, man. So, the Champions League draw was made for the lesser sides who are not as advanced in the competition as we are, obviously. Um, is there MD in there that were... That, and I'm not going to use the word fear because we don't fear anybody, but is there MD in there that we think would be a good draw for us when it gets to us or would be a dangerous draw for us? No? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I like the confidence, lads. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know who we. I don't know who we can get. Does a cracking tie Galatas try play PSV? I think. I was just waiting for that, mate. What a tie that is. Aye. What is that all about? What a tie that is. It's just a shame we can't get Celtic. To be fair, you know, because that yeah. would be fucking buying in the group stages. To be honest, but I think Mitchelland will take care of them. To be honest with you, so maybe. they are. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Aye. And by the way, we beat them, what was it, 7-4, remember, two years ago? 7-3, 7-4. So, I mean, that performance in Denmark we had was stunning. Yeah. Excellent. We we were in... in, in, in. Jordan Jones was immense that night. Um, so remember him? He'll be coming back, will he not? He'll be coming back, mate. Fashion Sakala will be coming into the team. Ryan Jackway, obviously, being out and, and getting his surgery and stuff like that, will genuinely be like a... A new signing with how fit he'll be now, you know what I mean? Hopefully, fingers crossed, with the uh, with, with, with surgery tidying up with whatever issues were up with him. So, again, you know, we, we need to hit the ground running as well because if you think about our Champions League qualifier when it comes round, we're missing Glenn Kamara, we're missing Kamar Roof. So, you know, we've, we've got players, we don't know what some players will come back for the Euros, like obviously Borner's struggling mm-hmm. at the minute and I believe is out for Croatia again t- tomorrow. So, did, does that worry you, Tommy? That sort of thing. I'm sorry, I was daydreaming. He <laughs> 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 was, was saying. Reading, I was reading the chat. I was. I was reading. Was, people, yeah. A few people were saying about Marseille and that, and I was just reading the chat there, and then I'm like, oh shit. He was saying, Jeep, how would how would you feel about taking over driving of of the Happy Meal vehicle? Seeing as you're not sure. Happy to do that. But even though you're no fully comp. <laughs> Don't worry, Jodie can sort my shoes out for it. Jodie will sort that out for me, don't worry. No, I was saying, with the fact we're missing Glenn Kamara for the qualifier, we're missing um, Kamara Roof. We don't know which state some of the players will be coming back for the Euros. For instance, Borna is struggling, and I think he's out tomorrow's game against the Czechs for the for Croatia as well. So, yeah. does that worry you talking into the Champions League that we might be missing? Because let's face it, Glenn Kamara's key, key midfielder for us, key mm. player. Aye, well, I think we were a wee bit um, slack in the midfield area, weren't we? Towards the end of the season, by slack, I mean um, just our strength and depth. You know, we still had some decent players, but it got to the stage like Joe Aribo had to play left-back and stuff, which obviously turned out a midfielder at his natural position and stuff. Um, I I think the the end of the season showed all all over, all over the pitch that we were kind of, I think there was certain games we didn't even fill our bench and stuff like that. So I'm not 100% sure when the first qualifier is, but hopefully we can get a, a few people in the door beforehand. Stuart's right there as well. Balogun got sent off that game as well. So he did. So that was horrendous. Um, that was so a bad challenge, wasn't it? He, he's, banned, he's banned too. So there is a, there's a couple of things for Stevie G to think about. Know that I, I'm saying he's no already thought about it and already has the answers sitting there because he's that fucking good. 
But I just hope that we're that we're ready for that. And when the we know there's not going to be a lot of business done through the Euros. That does that's not how it works. Um, it will usually be after it. You'll find a wee flurry. Hopefully, we'll get two or three good jeans maybe even for the Euros. But I was just thinking, if Glenn Kamara's banned, maybe we could sign that Finnish boy camera in his place <laughs> and see, yeah. see if he could play because he he looks like a like for like replacement to me. Do you know what I mean? So if we could put a camera in and place a Kamara, maybe you if I wouldn't notice. <laughs> Apparently Brighton and Watford are interested in him So I don't know if uh, we can get him Well hopefully when they phone up and say We're here to inquire about Glenn Camera We'll go, don't know who he is mate Put the phone down <laughs> <laughs> Not interested, sorry <laughs> Aye. And, and by the way As, as Clubit22 says It's hopeful thinking Camara will be here Because if you can see him at the, at the Euros He's a standout for Finland yeah. He really is, he's excellent He's used to the ball Breaking up play, you know. <laughs> Ali was waxing lyrical about Canty. Fucking look at Glenn Kamara. Do you know what I mean? Fucking look at Glenn Kamara. So, I remember the, the boy, the, the young boy from Bournemouth, uh, also bore as well coming oh, in. Right. Uh, I was speaking to a boy the other week about him, and he says he's a right good player, um, and he can play the heart of defence, and he's a right destroyer type. So, I'm um, excited to see him. He's just a young boy, though. I think he's only 20, 21. Uh, um, but apparently he's, he can pop up with some cracking goals as well So he, he could possibly be the, the placement for Kamara if he goes, I think Well that's the thing, Stagsy We've got to be looking at We know that these players are going to go Because they're, they're decent players But we have to be looking at the next batch, if you like Coming through behind them now to, to, to take their place Exactly, mate we'll look at, you know, We should be looking at Well, we should have identified uh, contingency plans Stroke interim measures um, for these types of scenarios, and I'm sure with guys like Ross, Wil- you know Ross Wilson in the back, and uh, the elite players we've got in the youth academy, all those areas are covered, and and uh, Stevie G we trust. Correct. That's the that's the beauty of having somebody who knows what they're doing and in charge of the that side, the football department of the club anyway, um, and also the manager like Stevie G. Paul's an MD at the Euros, mate. In any games that you've caught, that you think maybe could do a job for us. I've not actually seen much to be honest with you I've been kind of busy um, working I've caught a few matches at night that's really it and even then I've not been much much attention just as most sort of background stuff um, The boy Mbappé looks good I think he could do a job for I, I, well, Yeah, yeah. I, I think somebody mentioned earlier on Kante is it he's, he's semi-decent there's a couple of Italian players look alright and you know you know it's just a, a, yeah, a, probably, probably get some French or Italian players in. We should be alright. Um, also, I said no. I, I've I've not really I've not usually caught my eye. I thought that you know that we, we could we could go and nick him. Um, obviously, I've not really seen many matches, so I couldn't honestly say I'm not going to say him waffle shite. <laughs> Although I do have. Every, every, I, was every, got, I was waiting in that wee pause there for somebody to come in and just take every, that on. Think. I, 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 I was trying to be snags to it. Every, every podcast I've ever taken place in, be it this one or the wee the chase, doesn't matter. I just sit and waffle shite. <laughs> Recently, that, that's that's precious attention. Look at that. I just think that you said you said every podcast I've ever taken taken part in. That's fucking every single one because you're always here. You know what I mean? Can't fucking get rid of you. He, he is. He is. Like bad smell. Um, the big, boy, the, the big Ukraine boy, the big centre forward, apparently plays for again. Um, he was the one I was going to talk about, Derek. Definitely, mate. He could be, he could be uh, worth a punt because uh, I imagine you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to get him. You'd be able to get him for no very much money in, in our price range. So he could be a guy you should be maybe eyeing up, especially with you say roofs out. 
we don't know if Morelos will stay. Hopefully he does. Um, Defoe, of course, will be playing a, uh, more of a, a cameo role again um, next season. So I think a centre-forward would be ideal. Cedric's there, of course, but um, it, I'm not going to say it's not really happened for me, but it's a big season for him. I mean, he has to turn up and, and show more, I think, next season. Mm-hmm. You're Emchuk, isn't it? The big Ukrainian boy up front. Yeah. You're Emchuk. Yeah. And it's saying there online, it's, again, you know, go with these values, but it's saying he's worth about 15 million euros. Now, that's only if you sell somebody and you can maybe, you know what I mean, go after somebody like that. But the thing is, as well, is with, with Morelos, he's. You've got to think Morelos will be. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't know. <laughs> You kind of say you kind of say stuff like that. He's a fucking shocking midfielder. He's a shocking midfielder. His positioning's all over the place. Oh dear. All I'll say is, if you want to hear our thoughts on that, listen or watch tomorrow's podcast because I'm not buying the pish with him, right? I'm not buying it. As I said to to Derek and that on that show, if McGregor gets beat for the halfway line, even though it's McGregor, I'm questioning McGregor. Right, so because because a goalkeeper shouldn't be beat for there, right? I'm not buying that bullshit that he's out there. He's he's hardly fucking. I said to you, Snags, he didn't. He's hardly yeah. fucking the boy that plays for City. Plays with City, Ederson, who's a magician with the ball at his feet. Do you know what I mean? Right. He, when the ball breaks down, he's not going to ping it thirty yards onto somebody's toe. Let's face it, he's a fucking clown. John right? the one word. Ah, exactly. Correct. Do, do you know what? What's uh... Even more hilarious, right? Obviously, there was loads of the wee pictures went about, you know, of him hanging off a lamppost and all that stuff. <laughs> the very best one that I seen, and I don't know if you guys seen it, was the Rab C Niz bit one. Have you seen that one? Aye. Where he's stuck, he's stuck inside his string vest. Oh, mate, I was <laughs> oh, howling. Absolutely howling. Jeeb, I'll send it to you just now. It's brilliant. You know what, do you know what I loved when I seen it? Right? I know we really shouldn't be laughing about this, but somebody put up, um, it says... I think, I think David Marshall will be doing a lot of reflecting when he's lying in bed there in the, the boat me's garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Absolutely oh. One of my favourite ones was the video where the, you see the boy doing the parachute going into the France-Germany game uh, yeah. and they put Marshall on it. <laughs> They also, they, 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 the meme I saw was, um, was uh, you know, he's, he's, he gets wrapped up in a net and he's, he's pitching a lot in the net and somebody put, taking that and put it in a trawler and you've been hauled from the sea wrapped in the net. <laughs> oh, fucking, that's one. So it is. Aye, but if you want to hear our thoughts on that and obviously our thoughts in the Euros in, in general and and ahead of Scotland England tomorrow night then watch that it's at 9 o'clock tomorrow on YouTube on our YouTube channel and also wherever you get your podcast you can listen to it as well it was a good laugh as I said um, even if we were kind of getting ourselves depressed Derek because we've both said mate we're not the biggest Scotland fans but you get into it you can't help but get into it uh, and, and we'll be into it everybody will be into it tomorrow as well you know what I mean and you just you just uh, dread that team sheet coming out and seeing Stephen a number Ball. of names on there that are going to get absolutely annihilated <laughs> there's actually a cracking video though now it's somebody's put on and it's who's the worst right back at the Euros <laughs> it goes to Stephen O'Donnell and he's saying Stephen O'Donnell <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Brilliant. I don't know if I've talked about it, but I feel sorry for him in a way. He shouldn't be in that position. That I mean, no, exactly. He shouldn't be there and he's, he's just been chucked in there. And it's, uh, it is what it is, I guess. You need what you sow, Steve. 
That's I it. think uh, I th- I seen a tweet. I seen a tweet the other day, and it was like Stephen O'Donnell definitely has Scuddy's age. Steve Clark's misses. <laughs> oh, when I see them. Oh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why else would they be playing them? <laughs> right, we're going to do what's the script this week. So, whoever comments first here on a subject, we have to speak about it for fifteen minutes. Oh no. Okay. Oh, man. So, whoever comments, the first comment that comes up on my screen here in front of me, which gives us a, a topic to talk about, that's the next 15 minutes topic of conversation. <coughs> Excuse me. So, think wisely, people, and we'll see what, we'll see what I'm dreading this now. Wah, wah, wah. It's went quiet and all, which means there's a load, then it? <laughs> Aye, come on, hurry up, man. For fuck's sake, I've not got all night. <laughs> oh, right. On my screen, still 1 0, mate, it's half time. But on my screen, the first one that came up is actually a pretty good one. Nice. Now, I feel this is very apt, considering. Oh, Curry Munch, that's fucking. I'm glad we didn't get to that underwear. That's just (laughs) no one, mate. So, Gaza is what we've got to talk about for 15 minutes. I could talk about Gaza for longer than 15 minutes, but it was, what, 25 years ago? Was it yesterday or the day before since Gaza? Flipped the ball over, um, what do you call it, Colin Hendry's head, and fired it beyond um, Andy Gorham. What a goal, right? And you wouldn't think he was a Rangers player saying it like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm no getting, Phil Foden, by the way, is a cracking player, right? But I'm no having the Gaza comparison. No. Gaza was one of the best midfielders of his generation, you know what I mean, that we've seen. That's no, I'm not having that, right? So, Paul Gascoigne. Paul, what's your first first thoughts when we mentioned Paul Gascoigne? You I stole my think... name. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I was born first. Um... <laughs> we all know, mate, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, just a, an unbelievable talent. Um, and as Ali McCoy said a couple of days ago, we certainly saw the best of Gascoigne. He was his best playing days when he was with us, undoubtedly. I mean, I'm a, a magician with the ball, maverick, genius. You know, all, all these cliches you could go on and you can go on and you can go on. Um, you were about talking about that goal he scored at uh, United States against us. I was actually on a, on a ship during the United Sixes and um, all the England fans you used to watch the matches in the bar together and England fans were all sort of oh Gascoigne he's not going to cut it he's not, he's not he's playing playing Scottish football it's not this you know, it's fucking public blah 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 and he does that and I was like he does that every fucking week in Scotland the guy's an absolute genius because we're saying oh where'd that come from what a guy, what best player in the world best player in the world you know oh he's his locker and I was like I, I watch this guy every fucking week I know what he's like you know so no but absolutely sensational player and I'm Filled we had him at the club, and I'm filled we get the best of him because he was an absolute joy to watch. I mean, I was at the uh, the eight in a row uh, final match against Aberdeen when he scored his hat trick. Just unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. So one of the one of the best moments I've been at a football match in my life was watching watching him do that in that game. It was just incredible. And what it, what people maybe forget about guys as well, and we all the baggage that comes with him. Is he's probably one of the most down to earth footballers there's ever been. He played mm-hmm. football because he loved football and that was his life. And I believe that's how he's had so many problems because when that goes away for you, what's your focus? Do you know what I mean? Where is your focus? And that's where football should maybe have looked after Paul a wee bit better. Um, yeah. A cracking story he told on the 
uh, podcast with James English was the night before the semi-final in Italia 90 he got up he couldn't sleep half ten and went away down the stair and went away for a walk and <laughs> saw two guys playing tennis and decided I'm going to go and fucking see if I can get a game so he went in and says to the two it was two uh, American boys can I, can I play snap and the boys are like to him ah, but where's your partner he says no 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 I don't need a partner it's me against you two so there's Gaza fucking running about mad fucking batting the ball back to him whatever and then Bobby Robson, the England manager at the time, comes <laughs> comes down and marches right by Gaza and goes straight to the two American boys. Do you know who the fuck this is? This is Paul Gascoigne, one of the best midfielders in the world. He's fucking playing the semi-final of the World Cup tomorrow. You should have been in this with him. So Gaza decided, I'm going back to the room now because he's going to go tonto. And went back to the room, jumped into bed, and I can't remember who he was sharing the room with. But Bobby Robson got up and he battered the door. And Gaza's like, just tell him I'm in bed. And he says, right, okay, fucking... Says to him, Where's Paul? I want to speak to him. No, he's in bed, he's sleeping, he's been in bed all night. You're a fucking liar! <laughs> I've just seen him play tennis! I've just seen him play tennis, didn't you? So he's back in the bed and he's like, Were you, were you actually playing tennis? And Gaz is like, Aye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the night before the semi final of the World Cup, you know, that is Paul Gas coming, isn't it, man? Brilliant. Brilliant. Snagsy, what's your, what's your memories? And, you know, what, when you say the name Gaza, what, what comes to your, your mind? So so many memories, mate. Um, you know, obviously he was he was in his prime when the, when he was playing for us for sure. And as Paul Sees mentioned, the uh, the Aberdeen goals and uh, that goal in particular where he starts at the halfway line and he's got fucking three Aberdeen players across his arms. You know what I mean? It's oh, it's absolute magical moments. And Gaza was one of these players who who didn't just light up the pitch; he lit up everybody around him. Like you said, he was a very charitable and 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 humble man. And you know, a lot of people took advantage of that, um, unfortunately. But um, Brian Loudrop actually said some very nice things about him. Um, Brian Loudrop said that um, he was one of the best players in the world and he said he glided with the ball in a way that made him virtually untouchable for opponents and he was a match winner who had great technique when striking the ball. He's always a great entertainer on and off the pitch, a tremendous natural talent. No, I think he's talking about his sell there. I think he's been misquoted. But um, <laughs> I think, um, I think um, you know, for something like that to, to say that about Gaza, it's, um, it just sums him up. And, and there's so many stories, you know, the Marco Negri Kestrel story, there's the fucking fishing Gordon Jury's car story, there's the pishing on Eric Bo Anderson story, one of my favourites. <laughs> There's the fucking peacock story. There's just there's so many there's so many funny funny stories um, from Gaza, and you know he, it's it's the jaw of the accent. He could say anything to me, and I'd fucking cry with laughter. How we are pets? It's that fucking accent, mate. I'll fucking tell you, as you know what I mean, like. And I just I mean that was a terrible impression, but honestly, I fucking loved the guy. I loved I, I loved that he played for our team uh, first and foremost. But you know, being being alive and being able to watch somebody with that talent is is special, absolutely special. We saw the best of him as well. When you think ah, about it, do you know what I mean? We, we got the best of him. Um, of the, do you know? Derek, do you know? Sorry, sorry, man, on you go, on you go. Sorry, sorry, before you go to Derek, I was going to say, you know, do you remember that Channel Four, four show that Go Lazio? Yeah. Um, when you mentioned Italia 90 there I was going to say to you, I don't know if you guys know this but when, when Gaza was in Italy they actually trialled him for an episode as, as a host and he was that bad he was that bad he never got asked back <laughs> how would you understand him <laughs> yeah, he, he was he, actually he was speaking himself obviously but then he was talking Italian to like all the Italian players and they were like oh this is going to work brilliant and they got him on screen and it was fucking disaster <laughs> oh, 
there's a bit to see it though. There's, there's, a, there's, a, B, there's a BT Sport, uh, BT Sport movie about that. I think it's about an hour and a half long. When uh, the documentaries on BT Sport, it comes up every so often. It's like the history of uh, Italia, the Italian football on Channel Four at its inception. And they actually say, you know, that they because it all took off because Gaza went there. And then he was actually going to be the host of the show. He said it was monumentally catastrophic. So and the, people couldn't understand what he was saying. He got his cues wrong. He forgot absolutely everything. They had they actually had a script in front of him, a whole big placard, holding it like I say, and he would still get it wrong. So they went, no, fuck this. So, so they got a, so they got this researcher guy to stand in, and he became I can't remember his name now, but he he took over the host of the show, and that's that's what took off from there. Oh, I, I need to just, just jump in one more time, Scott, before you go. Sorry, Derek, but I just need to tell this. I've just remembered one story, right? And and this this story, uh, it nearly fucking killed me. I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but have you heard about the story about the robot? Gaza yes. bought Gaza bought a fucking robot, oh my, right? Yeah. Gaza bought a robot, and he wanted to prank Jimmy Five Bellies, right? So he programmed the robot to say... Jimmy Five Bellies, you're you're a fat cunt, right? <laughs> Jimmy Five, Jimmy Five Bellies is asleep in the next room, so Gaza sends a robot and it's like Jimmy Five Bellies. He woke up, he didn't know what the fuck was going on, so he just fucking battered the fuck it and wrecked it. Do you know what I mean? He's fucking shy. He's still this robot come in the room. Jimmy Five Bellies, you fat cunt. <laughs> oh, fucking wet in my Johnny Five character was it? Brilliant, <laughs> fucking brilliant. Derek, of course, there's also the story where I sure the ball went over the fence at, the, at training and he went, I'll go and get it. Fucked off for the rest of the day, come back right. to training the next day and jumped over the fence with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> what a legend, man. Mate, Gaza, what, what a man. Uh, he's brilliant. Um, uh, the, talking about the Italian stuff, there's a, there's, a, there's a good book that's out there. It was probably about a year or so ago by Daniel Story, Gaza in Italy. I don't know if you've, you've read it, but it's about his time at Lazio. It's, it's a good read. I'd recommend it. Um, but, I mean... I, I, but my own podcast, I speak to players that have played against them. I had a guy on, Mark Riley, recently, and he had a great story about Gaza. Um, he used to play with Kilmarnock, and he says the best way to deal with him was to get a trying in his head. And, and if he left you alone, he was he was just in the zone, and you couldn't get near him that day. But if he sort of had a niggle at you, then you knew he was he was gettable mentally. So he told me one time back then you could you could tackle in the first ten minutes you could get away with stuff. So he's tried to, he's went through him slightly. And then he's just he's bounced up. He's told me he's looked at the officials and they're not looking. And he's cracked him and then volleyed him, <laughs> took his legs away. <laughs> he's like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> then that, that, he's just like, what? And then he's went but, through the uh, game and all that, just having wee digs and everything. But he's he's he says he's an absolute maniac. But when he's on his game, man, he was just world class. And you you watch him. I mean, watching. I was at the. Uh, was it the 96 League Cup, Coca-Cola Cup final against Hearts, the one where the 4-3 game, where he's, he's went in at half-time. Mm. I think him and McCoy's had a bit of a Barney. Uh, um, they've came out and he's, it's just a masterclass. And I mean that you're like that, wow, this guy's just... I think 96, that uh, that, that period of time, he was, I don't think anybody could touch him. And we've seen, obviously, uh, montages of Euro 96 and all that, which is topical now. You, you see some of the passes he played and... He just owned the pitch, didn't he? The guy was just phenomenal. Um, I was raging actually about the. Uh, was it Paul? You said you were at the eight in a row game. Um, yeah. Ibrox. I, <laughs> I mean, I think that was on the, the telly. I'm sure. I'm sure that was on STV or something at the time. And I was I was part of the the BBs back then, and I was absolutely raging because they made us go to some sort of church service during that day. And you're like, yeah, you need to go. Bastards. You think you're thinking, are you, are you having a laugh here? 
then I had to go. My master, I think I get back and I just see them putting the penalty away. I always um, remember my dad said to me, "If he gets booked, he's at the cup final the following week." Remember, was that he, he, he had to no get booked, and he went through the full game and never got booked. Tyler, good man in the match. I just got that, but of course he did. Do you know what I mean? He scored that. The, the cup final would have been the five-one game, wasn't it? After that, is that aye. The loud up cup final despite Jury scoring a hat trick. Aye, but even then, I mean, Gaza was amazing then as, as well, you know what I mean? It's just, aye. it was just, at that, that period of time, I think he was he was one of the, the I mean, the top, top two or three midfielders in the world. I think nobody could touch him. Um, it's just a shame. See, see the, the 10 in a row season, it was always, it's, it's, of course, it's beginning to unravel. And then when you left, I remember being absolutely gutted when you left, but yeah. I think it was for the best. I think it was just, it was just too much of a hassle at the, at the end of the day, wasn't it? Jib, is there a particular Gaza story that sticks out for you, mate? Obviously, we've got hundreds, but... No, they've all been said, mate. Come with the youngest one last, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, well, the, the, the thing that... The one that stuck in my head was um, the eight-in-a-row game, but the, the one I was going to say first, and Derek just nipped right in at the end, was the, the cup final, when he went and he had the... He went and he had the drink at half time, didn't he? It was like a, was that a double brandy scotch, or yeah. a double brandy or something like that. Yeah. I think he had two double brandies at half time. Then he came out and then he scored. He scored the long range goal that he just places for outside the box at the corner, and then he scores the goal where he just he's got the boys dribbling it about and he does the one two and passes out of the corner. Just phenomenal, man! And just the way he, it was the way the way he runs away and celebrates that first goal. I've always <laughs> thought I'm like I wonder if he thinks I'm going to spew here. <laughs> he kind of just—he kind of just runs away, and he's like, oh, "I shouldn't have had that double band." See if you ever watch it. I was like, "I'm like, he looks like he's going to But then the next one, he goes. The next one, he goes. He puts in just phenomenal one. He's a. Uh, he's. I think that was the one as well, wasn't it? Where him and McCoy were going at it. I and it, it, it continued up the tunnel and into yeah. the dressing room. Uh, and, <clears throat> And Walter let them have it for five, ten minutes and then said, right, sit down and Gaza still kept going. So yeah, as McCoy yeah. did the savvy to go, no, sit down and then Walter had Gaza up with the fucking throat in the changing room, Dean it all, and yeah. I tell you to sit down, you fucking sit down. Um, which I loved. I loved that as well about Walter because Walter knew how to treat Gaza but also knew when he clamped down on Gaza and, you know, Gaza tells the thing as well about they were at a hotel or something like that and Walter wasn't supposed to be there and Gaza was sitting having a beer. And it was the night before a match, and Walter walked by, and he's like, "All right, Paul, how you doing?" He's like, "Any bother?" And walked away, and he thought, "Fuck, I've got away with that." He didn't see. I think Gaza had a shandy or something. Like that. He didn't see my shandy, and then he turned Gaza up to his his office the next day before the game and says, "Enjoy your shandy last night, aye." He's like, "Go and put your suit back on and get to fuck out my club." And Gaza's like, "Aye, alright." He's like, "No, I'm serious. Go beat it." And he goes away back to the stadium, and all the players are going, like, "Whoa, no!" And Gaza's like, hey, Gaza's like, "No, oh, shh." Fucking raging! Shh, don't, don't even. He's raging, and then he fucking get away. Sit back on the way, and all the all the fans are sitting him on the way in. Where is it you're going in that? You know, complaining about? Oh, I've got a stomach bug, lads. I can't play today. In a way, and he was banished for two or three days, and then brought back. But again, the management to say, "Fuck off!" I'll tell you when you can drink and when you can't drink. Beat it. That's the that's the difference. I've should just thought another. Tell me, I was just gonna say, I've, I've just thought of another story. Actually, it just popped into my head. The one about the bike in the trophy room. <laughs> somebody when he joined somebody pranked him that the bike was in the trophy room and that every, every time a, a new player signed they had to do a lap of Ibrox on that bike 
<laughs> so yeah, did Gascoigne did Gascoigne no take take the bike down onto the bike? Started started taking the bike from the fucking tarmac in the pitch. Oh, oh, where him, have man. I heard the story for? I love him. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Genius, I think it was a or something soon, but genius, oh, boy, absolute genius. Sorry, Derek. No, I was that was very hazy, but Stuart, I mind a couple of years ago when Stuart McCall was at Bradford. I went to interview him, and McCall's brilliant for stories. He just he just sit there and he just uh, talks about all sorts of stuff. Usually, always talk about the. The nine in the road days and all that, and he's talking about the time and how they, they played Ajax and you get sent off um, in the Champions League game. And <laughs> he says he, he absolutely shat it for Walter coming in at half because it was before half time. And the, Walter's coming and goes, Where is he? Where is he? And he, he's just shaking, he's in the toilet cubicle, and that, and he's banging the door down and everything. And he says, It was just, you should have seen it, man, it was unbelievable. Um, but you're right, Walter, you, you feel for Walter sometimes because. He did get the best out of him, I think, and that must have taken a lot mentally to manage a guy like that. Um, but Gaza, of course, was dead receptive, and I think it's fair to say he played his, his best stuff. And it was, he was, I mean, of course, when he came to Rangers, he was he had those niggling injuries. I think that's, I think he'd have still been maybe at Lazio if, if that wasn't Aye. the case. But um, I think it was it was great. Rangers got me. Seen that uh, Sir Alex as well. Saying that he'd have loved to have had Man United. Nah, you know what I mean? Nah, nah, that story's nah, brilliant, Derek, where he, where he nah. said, I'll sign for Man United. Fergie goes on holiday, Spurs phone him and says, nah. We want to sign you, I can't, I'm signing for Man United. And then he says, Well, we're going to buy your mum and dad a house. And he says, Dad, we're going to buy your house. And he's like, What the fuck are you waiting for then, son? <laughs> sign for them. <laughs> and then he phoned them back up and he says, Hold on, my sister wants a sunbed as well. <laughs> <laughs> I will buy her a sunbed this fine. <laughs> oh, what a man! What a man! But it's good to see him look well as well. I know McCoy's done that thing on Talk Sport. It's good to see him look well as well. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it was good. good. It was you good to wonder. see they two together. To be fair, you know what I mean. Aye, aye. And you've got to wonder as well, like how different his life would have been had he signed for Man United. <clears throat> I know. Do you know what I mean? I know. just don't know. Real losses ever gain. That's agreed. Uh, that's agreed. Uh, Coulda, woulda, shoulda, Derek. Yeah, what the fuck am I talking about? Shut up. But it's funny, you'll no go by. Gaza was for us. See, see, see his goal in that uh, FA Cup semi final. Was it against uh, Forest or something? And he's just booted it for about 30 uh, yards and it went top corner. That's one of the best goals I've ever seen, man. It's unbelievable. Uh, uh, he was, he, no that's the thing. He just, he just blasted it top corner for, all, for God, so far out, it's, uh, it defies belief. But it's brilliant. It's, See, see, even on a smaller scale, like in my job, when 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 you you find you know you'll always have one student that is a wee mouthpiece that will want to constantly be the the joker and and you're like ah, it's fucking doing my nothing, do you know what I mean? But you've got to handle it carefully and whatever. Imagine that with a football manager with Gaza, right? And you're saying he's fucking out drinking and he's doing this and he's he's playing pranks and cutting people's suits up and he can, do you know what I mean? He's trapped. But then he goes out on the Saturday and scores a hat trick and he's just incredible and you think. I've got to just let him go the way he is. I just need to just let him be him and reap the rewards here. And it must be so hard because the rest of the squad must look and go, ah, he's a genius, because away we fucking murder, man. Mm. I think it's a bit like Cantona. Cantona at Man United as well, I need to get away with murder. Aye. I think it's, it's one of those ones you just need to just let him, let him be. Let him be. Um, aye, that was good. That's the first time we've done What's the Script, and I actually enjoyed it. It's good when you get a good topic like that. Um, obviously, Paul Gascoigne. Um, I'm sure we could spend a full podcast talking about Paul Gascoigne, to be oh, fair to right. um, but we've tried to keep it to 15, 20 minutes. 
We're need enough. Proper, make it proper topics, right? Need underwear. Aye, need underwear. How yeah. can we sit and talk about underwear for? Who the fuck? Drink more some manscaped fucking like sprinkles <laughs> or something like that. Do think we're just as Tim's fuck's sake reincarnated? <laughs> no, you know what I mean? <laughs> this is serious. This. Um, aye, proper stuff. So we're we're just about there for this week because, as I said, we can only really talk about what's going on at Rangers and we're pretty silent now with the Euros yeah. and stuff. So, um, Scotland, England tomorrow, Paul. Your thoughts on that before we go, mate? We will touch on that. I know no many people want to, but we will. What's your thoughts then, mate? It's not. I don't think if, if Stevie Clark puts team out, we think it's going to he's going to put out. It's not going to go well. Um, I think it's going to be a very long, very torturous. A potentially embarrassing evening, um, and I'd, and um, I, you know, you know, the, the, if it does turn out that way, the, the fault lies solely at the feet of uh, Steve Clark. Um, as, as we discussed earlier on, um, Boy O'Donnell is getting a lot of criticism. Um, it's it's not really his fault. He's he's out of his depth at this level. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's I, I'm I'm not hopeful at all. Last time we played them, obviously, our assistant manager, well, in the Euros, I mean, at Wembley, our assistant manager, current assistant manager, missed a penalty against them. Mm-hmm. And the cracking story, I don't know if you've heard Super Ali talk about, McCall- Craig Brown allowed the Scotland team to have a drink um, that night after the game. Gary McAllister couldn't face up to it. Of course, he was Scotland captain at the time, but he couldn't face up to having the drink because he'd missed the penalty. He went straight to his room. So the, the squad had says to Ali, go on, because Ali was rooming. Uh, we... we Gary McAllister says go and up and get him and bring him down have a drink look it's fucking a team game whatever we all lost it no just him blah 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 so Ali went away up and said look boys want you to come down and have a drink fucking just come on listen it doesn't matter get the heat up and whatever Gary McAllister says no I can't I've let the country down I've let myself down I've let my family down I can't do it I'm no, I'm no coming down that's it so Ali went away back down the stair and they were all drinking mere mere drinks and they says, going up and try again, Ali. He's maybe calmed down now. It's been a couple of hours. He's maybe calmed down now. He went away up the stair. He says, right, Gary, come on. Are you coming down or what here? And he's like, no, I'll tell you. I'm staying in here all night. I don't want to face the world. I don't want to face MD. Ali's like, look, just come down for... And then he went, in fact, if I had missed a penalty against England, I'd stay in my fucking room and all. <laughs> <laughs> fucking savage McCoyst. <laughs> savage McCoyst. But there you go. He should have let McCoyst hit it. Sorry, Gary, Mike, but he should have. Um, Aye, it's well, just Gaylor's fault anyway. That 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 penalty miss, he made the ball move. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I blame him solely. <laughs> was that was that the Celtic branch of the Tottenham when they came up with that conspiracy? <laughs> I mean, watching I mean, watching it that morning, he was on GMTV or something, and he was he was doing some mad thing on telly. Um, and then I just blame him for it. The ball moved, and I think he took. I think he took uh, credit for it as well. He did. Sixty spoon <laughs> bending you. Obviously, the podcast this year, as I say, is, is sponsored by G Four Claims. So here's a wee fancy video for G Four Claims. Imagine a world with no cold calling. A world where companies don't sell your data to other companies who want to pester you. At G4 Claims, we don't cold call and we don't buy a single lead from data companies. Oh, and if you're due any compensation from your car accident, you pay nothing to us at all. For full accident management support, including motor replacement, repairs and personal injury compensation claims, just search G4 Claims today for help the way you want it. 
That's G4 Claims, guys. Get involved if you need them. Hopefully you don't, because hopefully you're not in an accident. But do so if um, you're not at fault and you're in an accident. All right? And it doesn't affect your insurance. My thanks to Policies for joining us this week, mate. Lovely to see you, as always. Thanks for having me on. It's a, once again, it's a pleasure, as always, with amongst fine people like yourselves. Jib, I know we're a wee bit late on, mate, but thanks very much, mate. It's always a, a lovely to see you as well. <laughs> no words needed. No words needed. Love it. <laughs> I'll translate for the audio listeners. Okay, Jeep done the Morelos thing there. You know the. It's called Salt Bay. Come on, Scott. Fuck's sake. Salt Bay. Sorry, mate. Snagsy, thanks very much for joining us and keep me right. Pleasure. And Derek, mate, thanks for doing the Europod yesterday as well, mate. And also coming on this evening. It's always wonderful to have you on the pod, mate. No, thanks for having me. Next week, I am hopeful, fingers overlapped, that we will be in the studio next week. So what I'm saying to you is... You were expecting (laughs) something there, weren't you? You were expecting something. What I'm saying is, whoever is on on remote next week, as in not in the studio with us, you might be driving the show if we drop out. (laughs) So be prepared. (laughs) Okay? Thanks as always to the viewers as well for for tuning in. Um, if you don't tune in, we don't do it. Um, so thanks very much. And whoa, 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 whoa! I can't go yet. What was who was uh, here to see the Rangers? Oh, yeah. oh fuck that right, Paul. Sorry, I'll play it again. Let me play it again. As thinks about the shot. Unbelievable. Fifteen seconds on the field, and that's what you call making a quick impact. Who is it? Anybody know? What I'd like no. to do is private chat. I'm the Jib, go for it. Put it out there. I said, uh, I can't remember his first name, but Hernandez against Motherwell. Is it Hernandez? Fabrice Fernandez against Motherwell. Spot on, Jib. I'm giving you that, mate. That was a good shout. Well done, mate. Brilliant. He just did 15 seconds on the field with the left foot. I just, uh, I just mm-hmm. remembered that. Fabrice Fernandez. Remember, we were one down, but we know. He comes on after is just it, signing for the oh, club. Oh, is it Fernandez? Oh. Fernandez. 15 seconds on the park. Smashes the ball into the back of Nettie's left foot. Um, Fabrice Fernandez. A lot of people saying Nacho Novo in the cup final. A lot of people actually saying Nathan Patterson. And Jody corrected them by saying he scored after 16 seconds. And <laughs> Thanks and very much, Jody. And, and, Imagine and, thinking it was 15. I don't know. <laughs> and also, they're both, they're both right-footed finishes, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Come on, guys. You're right, mate. Hell. It's the wee details, Snagsy. It's the wee details, mate. You can't buy it. You can't buy that knowledge. Don't make me get my biomechanics book out. Oh, no, you've done it. You've done it. You've done it. You've fucking done it. <laughs> what have I missed? Stevie, you've missed a lot, mate. Everything. Everything, mate. Everything. Everything. I get a forward by Michael Stewart. <laughs> It's rotten crane though. You can't (laughs) rotten crane. (laughs) Same with a big shaky X. You honestly said that was near handball. That was near that was near that was near handball. The biomechanics. The biomechanics. (laughs) Fuck fuck right off. No. thanks to the viewers and say for tuning in. Thanks, Paul, for keeping me right there, mate. And we shall see you next week. Hashtag keep the bat fever on.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.